Have you seen this movie? No. You should watch this movie. No. Come on, let's watch this movie and see if it holds up. Oh, fine. <laughs> I'm so excited. You're shaking. I know. I'm, my voice is probably going to be sounding a bit quivery. <laughs> You've been I'm pumped just, all day yeah. to find out what I think. Yeah, that. And also, I'm just so relieved to be done with the plot. <laughs> Done with writing how my many, notes. How many hours did you? It put took in? every spare hour I had in the day <laughs> that I wasn't with Shroomy. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be a long one. <laughs> it's gonna be a Terminator Two sort of episode. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a long film. It was. How long was it? It's over two hours. Two ten, something like that. It was two hours of Glee. <laughs> yes, I thought as much. <laughs> You held your cards so far away from your chest. <laughs> Can I, I tell you what I think you think? Yeah. Before you even said that, this is what I wrote. Yeah. I thought you thought it was better than the first film, for sure. For hands sure. Hands down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That goes without saying. But. I also think that you thought it was silly. <laughs> Thrill a minute. <laughs> yeah. And had lots of cool stuff. Yes. I agree with all of that. What I'll say is that. I didn't hate the first Mummy movie, did I? I don't... You didn't think, like it very much. No, but it was... It was kind of better than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, it was like the first one we did. Yeah. It was my first choice. It was the first film... The Lost... The Lost Ones. Yeah. The archives. We, um... Did it on a bed. I don't think we even used it. I think by that point I brought a microphone. Yeah. I plugged it in, but I didn't set it up right. <laughs> and the laptop was pretty far away. <laughs> no, we had we had this microphone. We had the good microphone, but we forgot oh, that's to right. um, set it up. Yeah. And we just plugged it in. <laughs> I thought that'll do. <laughs> the light is on. Um and it was it was far away, and then we moved the laptop even, even further. further. Yeah. <laughs> um, um yes, what I will say is that I would not have enjoyed it so much had yeah. I not seen the first one. I think the first one is essential yeah, yeah, viewing. Absolutely. Uh, so that's four hours like, of your life <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you're going to invest in the mummy. Yeah. So what did you like more about this one in particular in contrast to the first one? Um, I Rick's a nicer guy. I, yeah, I cared about the characters because I knew them already. Yeah. I was invested in their story. Yeah. The, I have issues with them um, and their parenting. But oh, yeah. um, I thought that was cool. I thought the British Museum stuff was cool because... Your old stomping ground. Because <laughs> I used to work there. <laughs> so that was fun to see Gallery yeah. 67 or <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it is. But, um, you know that there's a gallery and that they have numbers. It's <laughs> <laughs> good enough knowledge more than I have. And um, I... I remember people coming in being like, which gallery is where the mummy was filmed? And I knew, like, we <laughs> really? were briefed on it. <laughs> people are going to ask this. Yeah. That's interesting. And um, I enjoyed the double-decker bus stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this is this is really, like, pandering to the London audience. Yeah, In absolutely. the way that uh, Freddy as FR7 did not. <laughs> It does it more successfully. Yes. Um, but I liked all of it. It was epic. So many yeah. things, so many places. The balloon, the we'll balloon, the balloon. Boat. <laughs> um, uh, the Yeah, the stakes were very high. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very high. 
couldn't be higher. Um, I really, really enjoyed, up the ante. Yeah, I I enjoyed. Um, oh my god, what's her name again? Rachel Wise. Oh, uh, you enjoyed her. Oh my god, <laughs> she's amazing. Oh really? She's so fit. Yeah, like as in hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't notice her acting ability whatsoever, but it wasn't. Uh, no. It wasn't great. Phoning, phoning in. <laughs> she, she was phoning in, but um, her her like action scenes were really good, and I couldn't tell like what was her and what was the stunt. There person. was no stunt. Get out of there town. There was no stunt. So why is she putting so much effort into that and then like not bothering with the acting? She was probably scenes? exhausted. <laughs> That's true. Her, That's true. Her and Anoxana Moon. Yeah. Um. Did like seven months of uh really vigorous mm, training. Mm, I love that trivia. That's why you couldn't tell. Yeah. Well, she's great. So you, yeah, because in the first film she don't do no fighting. No. She's so you thought that was much. Very much a damsel in distress yeah, in the first yeah. one. You can't do a whole other film of that. Yeah. Where she's like being flummoxed. Yeah. I um. I I I didn't even like really notice what she said or. <laughs> because I was in- impressed by the there fighting. There are some scenes, and... like, we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where she's just like, it's like she's reading her lines yeah. off a cue card. There's like, I don't know if she is a mum already at this point, <laughs> but like, there's no, she doesn't draw on anything to get some emotion <laughs> like, as a mother. <laughs> um, but also, it is being, it's very tiring being a parent and having a normal job, yeah. let alone being a Tomb Raider. Yes, so well, you would be tired. Well, maybe don't tomb raid so much, <laughs> or maybe tomb raid in less risky tombs. Or maybe send your child to summer camp and then go and do some tomb raiding. <laughs> yes. Anyway, we'll get to all of that. <laughs> so shall we get down to it? Let's get down to it. So, as usual, you had no idea what film was coming. The uh, like the Universal logo. Uh, was spinning and there was like an orange tinge to it and I and knew it started immediately coming, and you knew it <laughs> <laughs> and I was really um excited I was I was pumped yeah, to see yeah because I didn't um this was not my first choice there was another film mm-hmm. that was not available to rent digitally more and more we're buying DVDs <laughs> what's wrong with streaming platforms they're all going up the pan or indeed down the pan um, yes, you called it. So, we start with the Scorpion King prologue, where we find out all about this guy. The Scorpion King. The Rock. Played by The Rock. Maui himself. Uh, so young. Very young. I think this was his first film, if I'm not much mistaken. It was his first film that was not him playing a wrestler. Right. It's a good role for him to dip his toes in the water. You know, he doesn't have, yeah. like, any any lines <laughs> yeah or all of his lines are in um egyptian. arabic or whatever whatever it is it, w- it was actually egyptian egyptian yeah nice nice sprinkling in those facts <laughs> i love it um because i'm very ignorant <laughs> <laughs> um so the prologue is being narrated by my favorite guy my favorite guy returns from the first film <laughs> whose name Oh dear. <laughs> it's the Magi guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to call him Mr. Magi. Mr. Magi. Uh, he's not a great actor, but he's got such a lovely, oh, warm presence. He's great. <laughs> he was one of my favorite guys. It was like him, Aragorn, Neo. Those are like my top tier yeah. guys. He, was there was kid. something so familiar about him, and I was like, is he just familiar because he's in the first film? <laughs> and no. 
the familiarity is because mm. he has a really strong Israeli accent. Oh, is that what it yeah. is? Okay. Okay. <laughs> very good, very good. So he's not Welsh, <laughs> which I assumed. <laughs> Everybody looks Welsh in this film. <laughs> the whitest Egyptians you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's 5,000 years ago. Mm. The Scorpion King leads his army to conquer the world. Unfortunately for him, the world beats them. <laughs> he loses to the world. Um, and then they're drifting through the desert and one by one, the, what's left of his army falls <laughs> over. <laughs> In a really roll, slapstick way. It rolls down the hill, down the sand dune. <laughs> a dune cackled. That's your favourite thing? People it's falling not, over. It's my second favourite, <laughs> as you know. So you admit it's up there. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> um, so it's just the Scorpio King left wandering through the desert. Yeah. And he makes a pact with Anubis, who we all know is uh, the god with the dog head. Yes. The um, god of the underworld, right? Was that right? Oh, yeah. Doesn't he, Does he have the boat? No, there's lots of boats on there. Ra has the boat. Yeah, and he's like, spare my life mm. and I'll give you my soul. That kind of thing. And then a scorpion comes out. And what is this? Is that like an, is that like the contract? Because it's like a scorpion that comes out of the sand and he bites into it. Is that yeah. what your reading of it? That Anubis like sent it? Yes. And that's like the binding of the contract between them? I think so. Sure. Or was he just hungry? <laughs> yeah. Because he had in the desert. <laughs> yeah, and all that the scorpion juice <laughs> like dribbled down yeah, his chin. <laughs> Um, and then a massive oasis grows out of the sand. A uh, CGI grass. oasis. Yeah, grass. Um, palm trees <laughs> with coconuts for him to consider. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he gives the Scorpion King his army of dog people. CGI dog people. Mm. This is the era of CGI armies it's not good it's not good is it? even for the era it wasn't good yeah um, they like bite off way more they can chew throughout yeah. this film it, they had a similar issue with to cats where <laughs> they left it to the to like the very last minute they thought they thought we have this technology they like saw lord of the rings and they were like that seems easy <laughs> let's just type in army into computer and then it comes up right <laughs> Apparently they only finished they only finished the CGI eight days before the release. Oh, that's ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a shame because this film it's like in it's like in the tradition of like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Which has such great like practical effects. And there are some practical bits in it as well. Yeah. The um the pillars falling yeah. was really cool. Yeah. It really, it just undermines and it, doesn't very it? Reminiscent a very reminiscent of, of a certain... <laughs> yes, indeed. He is his mother's son. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> um, so he does it. He conquers the world. Good for him. Yeah. And then Anuba shows up and he was like, Hey, remember me? <laughs> I got your soul. And his scorpion bracelet falls into the sand. Yeah. Fade to modern day Egypt. 1933. <laughs> um, it's been eight years mm. since the first film. 
uh, Evelyn and Rick have a son who is eight years old. <laughs> they got to conceived. it. Conceived. <laughs> <laughs> they like ride off into the sunset on that camel at the end yeah. of the first film. <laughs> Immediately <laughs> conceive this child called Alex. Who? Oh boy. Doesn't got it. No, he doesn't got it. Um, he's like supposed to be very sassy. <laughs> I don't I think he should have been American. Do you not think yeah, the dialogue see, was like yeah. written as if he would be American? Yeah. Because he says like god damn and like he says cripes a lot. <laughs> and it's like he's picking up his father's words but saying it with his mum's accent. Yeah. But yeah. it's just, and it also, doesn't work. Also, it's two, two very sultry, like, um, kind of swarthy yeah. looking people. Yeah. Should not produce this little milk toast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wasn't very good at acting. Do you want to see? Or what... at being cute. Do you want to see what he looks like now? Go on. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> He looks like a rogan. He's evil looking. Yeah. Um. Apparently, mm. this is according to IMDb. Go on. And I'm ready to believe. Anything. Also, somewhat me speculating. Yeah. But I think this boy turned down the part of Draco Malfoy. Yeah, that's a good. In call. order, in order to star in this film. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and time. around the same time. The the mummy, the first mummy, was <laughs> his. <laughs> Come on. Was his? We'll get to it. Uh, it was his all-time favorite film. He knew. Oh, I'm with like, you, bro. He knew every word off by heart. He yeah. knew everything about it. Yeah. So much so that he became a consultant for the second film for continuity <laughs> stuff. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> the script is like. Say, <laughs> so, Alex, what in your ear? <laughs> Yeah, I think that he made the wrong choice, but I guess if you're a huge fan of the mummy, you you go for that. Yeah, who knows? Like he could have like had a spin-off <laughs> out of this. He doesn't want to be like fifth banana. No, but Harry like Potter. that franchise, he'd yeah, still be Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But also that's just your speculation. <laughs> yes. Well they said that it, he turned down a main role yeah. in um Harry Potter and he the Philosopher's dyed his Stone. hair. <laughs> Any number of colours. <laughs> anyway. He's also kind of a Nepo baby. Okay. Because his mum is a producer, film his mummy. producer. His mummy. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's very interesting... Yeah. Not that interesting. No, it's not that interesting. Right, he did. <laughs> he did star in a TV series that looks similar to Harry Potter called House of Anubis. Oh, no relation. No relation to this film. No, that's interesting. That's not interesting. <laughs> Actually, you were right the first time. <laughs> so they're up to their old tricks. They're raiding tombs with their son. Um, they. They're like, go and play somewhere else <laughs> so mummy and daddy can... Oh, no, before then. Yeah. Uh, he's... Oh, he's so dumb. Okay, so Rick is carrying a, a gun, a pistol. Yeah. And he's, he's really, like, his, he's yeah, really on see, edge. We see, like, his silhouette first. Yeah. It's like, quite... It's got, it's got an iconic profile. I see those curtains. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fluffy curtains. And he's, like, he's really on edge and he's, like, 
pointing his gun yeah. every direction and then suddenly someone sneaks up behind him and he doesn't shoot them in the face <laughs> thankfully because it's his son and um and then this is the point where i forgot the title of the film <laughs> I, yeah. and alex says <laughs> Uh, what did you think it was mummy back from the dead <laughs> or something and i was yeah. like what she died <laughs> his mummy died <laughs> and, uh, and, and then... I, yeah i knew you thought of that so I, I can tell that's what was going on in your head and then, when, like, no, and then when rick bumps into, the... <laughs> bumps into the mummy <laughs> he bumps into evelyn around yeah. the next corner yeah and i'm like is he seeing her ghost? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, yes, but yeah. I, you... Yeah. Enunciate, boy. <laughs> you let me spend quite a significant amount of time thinking that he was having, like, a delusion oh, really? and speaking oh, to I her, didn't her dead... That. <laughs> <laughs> I thought when she showed up, I thought that would have cleared it up for you. <laughs> so, yeah, they're, like, desecrating all kinds of stuff. Evie is having visions. mm and we find out that's why they're there because she's been having dreams about this place yeah and she like knows her way but she doesn't know why she knows her way yeah um and she moves her torch yeah. and the whole thing like lights up and is yeah. back back to it however original... many years ago yeah um back in ancient times mm. and she sees anuk salomun there yeah anuk anuk salomun <laughs> um like locking a door with one of those spiky keys that they love to have and so she knows how to open the door yeah and Rick kind of doesn't believe that she's having visions until that moment. Yeah. There's these guys walking around, these ne'er-do-wells. Mm, piratey. Yeah. Who are like... One of them is like, All right, let's go take care of O'Connell. Um, and Alex is like up on some scaffolding and he sees them. He decides it's going to be a great idea to like slingshot them in the butt. Yeah, he's got a slingshot. I had many a slingshot when I was a child relatable for me <laughs> and these guys they're like not being respectful these pirate guys they're like they're begging to get cursed mm -hmm. and there's one of them who's really superstitious <laughs> so they find a box and because they haven't learned any lessons from the first film they open it and they see the scorpion bracelet well it's there and so they close the lid and they run off with it but they set off a booby trap <laughs> and Water starts flooding in to the tomb. Yeah, this and is a they're cool practical drown. effect. Yeah, and at no point are they thinking like, "Where's our son? <laughs> What's he up to?" Well, is luckily he for them, about to drown. <laughs> his cause some mischief. I feel like they keep forgetting that they're the son, <laughs> yeah. and they're so into each other. They're yeah. so lustful for each other. Yeah. In an unrealistic way for <laughs> really? two people who have a child. <laughs> <laughs> really interesting. <laughs> but they've only been together eight years. <laughs> Alex, as we have said, knocked over some pillars. Yeah. And it busts through the wall and they come spilling out. Yeah. So crisis averted. Mm-hmm. Why is the kid wearing a little tie? Yeah, he's dressed like just William. He's dressed, yeah, like a school But boy. he's also got like a little colonial hat on. Yeah. But why, uh, why is he that wearing was, that outfit? It was the 30s. Yeah, but... Children dressed like little adults. Yes. There weren't children's clothes. But you wouldn't wear a tie to go tomb raiding. Mm. I don't know. There was, there was lots... that I have a lot to say about the fashion. <laughs> um, also, uh, Evelyn, Evelyn mm. is wearing, like, skinny jeans 
original. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She, she, was she is dressed quite. Not in the right era. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call that? I don't know. There's a word for it. Never mind. Um, yeah, at one point it looked like she was wearing a jersey tank top as well. <laughs> <laughs> she actually looks like Tomb Raider. Um, and it was very off-putting. That's funny. So then we see in the desert at nighttime, there's a big excavation site. Mm. And there's a lady walking around in charge of it who looks like a new Salamoon. Yeah. Um, but we're like, that's not her. That can't be her. She's all modern. She's all modern. I loved her outfits. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't remember any of the outfits. Also, her dress, apparently, the, like, black dress, mm. um, is is designed to look like um, the body paint that the ancient Oxana mm. Moon was wearing. Mm. So, basically, what it is, is she is the reincarnation of Anuk Sanamun, and she looks exactly like her. Yeah. And she's, like, really into Imhotep. Yeah. So she is having like all kinds of visions. Mm. So she knows exactly where Imhotep is. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. Mm. They're um they're gonna try and make the mummy return. Yeah. So yeah, guys are digging and then a bunch of scarab beetles come out. Were, those, remember were the they first scarabs? Film. I thought they might be scorpions this time. No, they 'cause they do the same thing. They like burrow into yeah. them and then oh, like yeah, yeah, make yeah. the bulges in them. Yeah. Because Imhotep isn't anything to do with Scorpion King. No, no. So yeah, so there's this Anuk Sunamoon Jr. Um, there's a museum guy, like an old museum guy. And then there's the big tough guy who is called Lokna. Mm-hmm. They're like the main people who are looking for Imhotep. And then they've got a massive like army of bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> they wear the red robes. <laughs> and they're the ones who sent those scumbags yeah. to go and take care of O'Connell mm-hmm. and to bring the scorpion bracelet yes and yeah and the bat the uh the pirate guys are like they'll be heading back to London so then it's to London then we're in London for ages which is nice and we're in a cool mansion yeah would uh, they make enough money as tomb raiders to live in a mansion such as that well they did they went off with a load of treasure at yeah. the end of the first film okay but also do you think maybe 1930s uh, prices <laughs> sure <laughs> R- real estate <laughs> but i thought maybe this lady was an aristocrat she is yeah yeah her parents were explorers yeah that's not a new money house <laughs> no, i guess it isn't <laughs> um yeah it's it's huge so uh the magi guy is there mm. is like in disguise he's wearing a red robe so nobody questions it yeah and he hears them overhears it so he's like ah i'll see you there so evie is like let's go find this oasis straight away as soon as they get back mm. and rick is like can we have a little break from the tomb raiding and while all that's going on alex is being nosy he opens the box finds the bracelet and slaps it straight on his mm-hmm. wrist um and I, then uh, like a a projection comes out of it and it shows him Karnak <laughs> which is a place in this Egypt was, this I think. was so um I I didn't I didn't like the fact that this ancient artifact produces a projector screen <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what, what would you have rathered? Uh, something else. <laughs> or I'd rather that we just like go inside his mind and then we see it in mm. his mind. Mm. Like he has a vision, but it happens in his yeah. head, not like on a big screen. Yeah. Or like, yeah, like his, the room like becomes yeah. the place. Yes, yes. Like he just finds himself in the place. Yeah. Yeah. So what they explain is, mm-hmm. or what we find out at some point is that this bracelet will eventually lead you to the oasis, but you've got to follow each step. So you've got to go okay. to Karnak, and then once you get to Karnak, I'll show you another <laughs> another PowerPoint <laughs> of the next place where you've got to go after that. With the crossfade. Yeah. <laughs> and all the while, Evie and Rick are so into each other, they don't, yeah. they don't notice any of this big projector <laughs> no. screen in their house. They're like having like a flirty argument. Yeah. And yeah, once it's on, this bracelet doesn't come off. Um, And he doesn't want to get in trouble, so he puts like a golf trophy or something in the box. (laughs) And pulls his sleeve down. Um, Um, Evie and uh, her son have very little chemistry. mm. Uh, Because at one point around this part, she goes to talk to him. And she's just like, "Uh, what are you you up to over here? (laughs) What's new with you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, we all nearly drowned. <laughs> Evie's brother, Jonathan, who we know from the first film. Mm. And of course, sliding doors. <laughs> you mean Doctor Who? <laughs> he shows up and he's oh, sounding pretty he's Scottish. He's doing a bad accent. His first first one was first good. First one, fine. Why didn't he practice phonetically? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just basically Scottish in yeah. this. <laughs> um, and then the bad guys turn up to interrogate him. They think he's Rick. Yeah. And they're like, where's the box? Um, and he's with a showgirl. Yeah. A showgirl? Yeah. Like, what, a flapper? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's credited as a showgirl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Anouk Sadamoon Jr. comes in mm-hmm. with a snake and is like, threatening she's like holding it up to jonathan yeah and then rick comes in and he's like what's all this what's going on <laughs> and anuk Moon throws it at him ah! he catches it and chucks it at another guy who's about to shoot him and then somebody else throws a knife at him which he also catches in midair and throws it back <laughs> it's one of the coolest things you can do is to catch something yeah. that was thrown at you and throw it back yeah that's cool very cool. um, yeah, actually, I'm not usually into fight scenes, yeah. but I really enjoyed all of the fight scenes. It was very clear what was going on yeah. the whole time. I'm not usually into car chases yeah. either, but yeah. I was into this car, yeah. the car chases. Because they were fun. Yeah. It was like dumb fun. Yeah, and it was kind of video gamey. Mm-hmm. Felt a bit Temple Run. Yeah, it's all that kind of thing. Yeah. Tomb Raider, Uncharted. So at the same time... Evie and Alex are having this great conversation, <laughs> really bonding. <laughs> and Locke now walks in with uh, ten guys backing him up, mm-hmm. and he's like, "He's like, I'm here for the box." And she does not step in front of her son enough. No, well, she does here. She does. She not grabs enough. a sword and she's like, "Get behind me, Alex." Yeah. It's not what I would do. <laughs> what would you do? I would like just grab <laughs> just, Remy, <laughs> just form a human cocoon around yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, and 
And it's just like, uh, Mum, I don't think this is a good idea for you to start a sword fight. Shouldn't we <laughs> call Dad for help? And then the Magi guy comes in and he's wearing a very sparkly outfit. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. He's normally just wearing like plain black robes. He's got like all sorts of detailing and stuff Ooh-wee. all over his robes. Very flamboyant. So Lochner and the Magi guy know each other. Mm-hmm. They're like old rivals or something. And they start a sword fighting. Mm-hmm. And Evie does all of these, like, backflips and stuff. And she does, like, all great sword fighting. And Alex is like, how did you learn how to do that? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and then she does, like, a bar brawl type thing. She, like, punches somebody in the gut and then, like, knees their face. And she's like, that I learned from your father. <laughs> But the bad guys manage to get Evie. Yeah. And the box. Yeah. So bad news. And they uh, drive away in their 30s cars. Rick and Jonathan manage to get away from them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, where are they? And the Magi guy is like, well, they will be where the, this guy is. And he holds up a picture of the museum guy. Then mm. Alex is like, that's the guy at the museum. Alex loves spending time at the British Museum. Of course. He's so Alex, real... he, it's supposed to be that he's like got all of the best attributes from both of them. Yeah. He's like Street the brains smart. and the brawn. Yeah. And he like knows everything. Yeah, he knows all know. of the hieroglyphs. At, at some point in the future of this film, yeah, uh, Rick says, well, he's smarter than you and he's stronger than me or yeah, something like tougher that. tougher than me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Alex at this point tells them, uh, I've got the bracelet on. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and then the magic guy is like, by putting this on, you have set off a chain reaction <laughs> that could bring about the next apocalypse. <laughs> really intense. <laughs> and Rick is like, you, lighten up. <laughs> and then to Alex is like, you, big trouble. <laughs> Um, and they basically, they only have seven days from now mm. before the Scorpion King awakens. And they've got to get to Egypt. That's ages away. Especially in 1930-something. Absolutely. So if nobody goes there to stop the Scorpion King, mm. regardless of whatever happens with Imhotep, he will just wipe out the world himself Yeah. with Anubis's army. So two villains to mm-hmm. contend with. There are so many villains. Yeah. There are so many bad things. Yeah. In yeah. in their, like, millions <laughs> as well. Yeah. Like one, one dog soldier. Yeah. Or little mummy gremlin guy would be bad enough. <laughs> so that's the whole deal. <laughs> uh, Scorpion King's going to wake up. If nobody stops him, then he's going to take over the world if Imhotep stops him then he's gonna control his army and take over the world Mm -hmm. but if one of the good guys stop him then they can send his army back to the underworld Mm -hmm. so those are the stakes yeah so they head off to the British Museum and it's at this point that the mummy returns they've got the book of the dead there and they've got the mummy kind of almost encased in like, like a, a chrysalis. Weird, I don't know what like really what's am- going on. He's in amber. Like. Yeah, I don't remember what happens at the end of the first one. Yeah. So they've got Evie there, 
and she's tied up and Anuksana Moon is like, I've got a gift for you. I thought you would like to watch her die. Imhotep is like, hmm, you are not quite Anuk Sarumun yet. We've got to get the original soul in you. (laughs) You're just the body. It's your body. (laughs) (laughs) I need personality. (laughs) So the museum guy opens up the box and Mm. he finds the trophy. And he's like, whoops. The casting of Imhotep. Yeah visually yeah i have a bit of an issue with go on because he doesn't look like a bad guy he looks like he a looks kind of cute nice, teddy bear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i agree with that <laughs> he's kind of soft featured yeah, he is yeah. in a way <laughs> like a pillow face your your guy your yeah. your magi would yeah. make a better imhotep yeah so they're gonna like bury Evie in like a in coffin of fire, fire. <laughs> <laughs> which is hardcore and she it, it nearly like yeah, she's like she's like on a board. She and gets like tip it. She's like the tipping fire. it in, but then Rick swings in, jumps on the other side of the board, uh, and like tips her towards him. Fireman carries her, sucks a guy in the jaw, <laughs> and like runs off. And there's like heroic music that plays every time something like that happens. By Alan it's very nice. One of uh, many appearances. The it, it's, he didn't do the first mummy. Interesting. Um, uh, and I feel like I noticed that the music was way better in this yeah. mummy. Yeah. But the the composer, I don't actually know what his name is, mm. um, was like in an interview, he was quoted as saying that the mummy was a piece of shit movie. Oh, wow. So he wasn't asked back <laughs> for the second That's one. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a piece of shit movie. No. It's a good movie. I agree. So Mr. Magi is up on, like, the balcony and he's, like, shooting down at them while all this is going on. And Jonathan and Alex are outside and they hear everything kicking off. So Jonathan jumps in the front seat and, like, gets the engine going, but he breaks the key off (laughs) in the lock. (laughs) So he runs off. (laughs) And he comes back with a double-decker bus. (laughs) A number 12. Have you had the pleasure? Uh, I don't think so. Me neither. I Marble won- Arch it goes to, apparently. I wondered, because I did sometimes take the bus to work yeah. at the British Museum mm. from like very from different living yeah. uh, arrangements yeah. around London. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but I don't think I ever took the number 12. No. It's one of those cool old ones where you can just jump on the, the back. Very cool. But it also means that mummies can jump on the back. <laughs> because the mummy... Yeah. Whether he's the titular mummy, we'll come back to at a later date. <laughs> but <laughs> Imhotep resurrects his, like, mummy guards yeah. that we saw from the first one and, like, sends him after them. And they're ridiculously strong and fast. Yeah. They're, like, and they can, like wild dogs. <laughs> yeah, they can, like, they're, like, they chasing the bus. Buildings. Yeah, they're, like, yeah. Yeah, this was very, very scary. This so bit. some of them managed to get on the bus. Mm. And like one of them by this point is like, doesn't got any legs. <laughs> it's like swinging on the on the poles, <laughs> fighting um, the Magi guy. It was really cool. Yeah. It was that, it was, I think we, because we recently went to the transport museum. We did indeed. I think we were on a bus that that looked like that. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and so I was like, that's like, that's like yeah. a bus that I've been on. Well, if we ever show this to Shrimmy, 
We need to show it to him while he loves buses. Not to jump ahead, but Mm. I think Shrimmy's going to love it because there's really cool trains. Yeah. Really cool buses, Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. cool cars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, they fight all these mummies and they manage to, like, chuck them off the bus and they stop on Tower Bridge. And they're, like, celebrating, like, Rick and what's-her-face, like, canoodling. Not paying attention to their son. <laughs> and he gets kidnapped. <laughs> Lochner like grabs him and drives off that should be... over the bridge as the bridge is rising Eek! to like let ships in underneath. They've like pressed the button to make that happen. Ah. And then Rick is like, Alex! And he runs. He's running up the, 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 the what would you even call it now? The rising bridge. Mm. And, it, and then he like jumps from one over the gap and it grabs onto the other one I was, but by this point the car's so yeah. far away that he like can't do anything I was um on the edge of your bed <laughs> I was really vocal at that point in time. <laughs> I was just like Eek! there was a few moments yeah where you were like <laughs> um, and then I think I said it's like in Spice World <laughs> I don't understand that reference. Oh, you will. Very soon. <laughs> Very soon. Interesting. At some point in all of this, Anuk Sanamun Jr. and Imhotep, he, like, casts, like, a like a vision to, like, make it all a- ancient, mm-hmm. make himself as he used to be. Yeah. And they start kissing, and then it, like, fades away, and he's like, ah, mummy. And you can see her. you can see his tongue through his cheek. <laughs> yeah, gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's really gross. She so loves it. Have, She's so into this. She loves Imhotep. Not yeah. enough, as we're about to find out. But well, she's still Sun and Moon Junior at this point. Yeah. So she's like. Can we just talk about her as her junior self, please? So she was born to some parents. Yeah. Not knowing that she was the reincarnated uh yeah i don't know what happened maybe somebody sought her out what did she do or maybe she just started having some visions and then she like met up with this british museum guy Mm -hmm. and then they hatched this whole scheme together do you think she like works at the museum that would be too much of a coincidence but it wouldn't be. There's no such thing as coincidence. <laughs> According to Mr. Magi, everything is predestined. And so she's just had like a normal life up till recently. Well, who knows? I want to know. Need, <laughs> you want I the prequel? I <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the novelization goes into it. Yes. <laughs> when I was reading through the trivia, there's a lot of notes about the novelization. All these films had novelizations. <laughs> I've never read a novelization. Maybe that should be season six. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Book club. <The> audio- Book club. <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Magi is like, don't worry, they cannot harm your child while he wears the bracelet. Which isn't much comfort. Because like even the thought of like somebody being mean to Shrimmy yeah. is upsetting. Oh, like let alone like kicking a football out of his hands. Yeah. Like, let alone him being, like, on a train with a mummy. Even if he can't hurt him, it's still going to be a knob, probably. <laughs> and that's upsetting. So they know where they're going, though. They're going to Karnak, because Alex told them already. Mm-hmm. So they're going to intercept them. You've got the red robe guys. They're all on the train. 
and then those scoundrels are there and they like get absorbed by the mummy yeah the way that he does um because they they want their reward yeah they like are asking for double and they they're really dumb yeah so when anuk sun moon (laughs) says uh come this way your reward is in this room yeah or yeah she's like even more (laughs) transparent than that she was like come this way to get your just desserts or something (laughs) (laughs) it's like really sinister (laughs) oh thank you very much (laughs) um yeah and uh they get they get soul sucked yeah so he's like been returned to his full power Mm -hmm. he's got his cute little face back (laughs) 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 and he's got all of his force powers as well yeah so rick finds his friend izzy who's like a desert pilot (laughs) it's a very cool look it's it's really cool what's this style it's like colonial uh well he's like wearing like a it's like a pilot's helmet and goggles yeah it's very mad max Mm. there's a guy called the gyro what's he called gyrocopter pilot (laughs) he looks like that another one of my guys if I can't have a gentleman hobo, I'll have a desert pilot in a pinch. <laughs> and he, like, runs away and is like, no, 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 I'm not getting involved. There's always trouble whenever I get involved with you. Also, because the pilot that helped them in the first one... Yeah, got, uh, got, in, got yeah, like, sucked he, in... What's he it called? Died. Quicksand. Yeah. And he was a, a cool character as well. <laughs> yeah. He's like a more honourable Benny. Who's from Benny? the first film. Benny! Yeah. Benny, yes. Benny who died a horrible death surrounded by treasure in a mm, tomb. Mm, mm. So all this time, Jonathan has been carrying around this golden scepter. Um, and Izzy sees it and he's like, I'll, I'll do the job. I'll get you to where you need to go in exchange for that. So the deal's done. Uh, Mr. Magi turns up with some of his Magi pals. He introduces everybody to his best friend, Horace, the bird. <laughs> it's like this is my this is my <laughs> what did he say? This is my best and most clever friend. I don't remember this at <laughs> all. Like, do you remember his bird? <laughs> I remember at one point he was wearing one of those fa- those falconry gloves. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is my best friend, guys. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> so yeah so he's coming along and he's going to use Horace to communicate with his magi Mm -hmm. to let them know where the destination is where to head in case the worst happens because I thought like from the first film there were like 12 magi people yeah but in this film there's like thousands and thousands of them apparently they had 300 extras yeah to make like a hundred thousand? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like they've, like, just copied and pasted yeah. <laughs> So they turn a corner. They're like, come, let's let's get on the plane. But there is no plane. There's a dirigible. A giant balloon with, like, a boat suspended from it. It's very makeshift. Yeah. And the boat's got a proper, like, uh... Steering wheel. Steering wheel. Yeah. And, um... It's like, it's very um, steampunk almost. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, it's like Treasure Planet. Yeah. It was very cool. This is my favourite bit. Yeah. Also. You said, (laughs) 
so cool. <laughs> no, I didn't. You did. <laughs> no. You did. I did not give the game away. You gave it away so hard. <laughs> um, when it's flying over the pyramids, you're like, oh, so cool. Could that actually work? Uh, like no. a blimp with a boat attached? It looked very small. Like normally when you see blimps, like above like sports stadiums in yeah. America they're like massive and then they've got like a tiny little bit under them yeah but in but it could could work <laughs> I don't know I really want one you want one <laughs> where would we put it <laughs> above the house <laughs> <laughs> so this is um where we get a bit of bad acting from Evie oh yes when she's talking about... I want him back, Rick. Yes. I want him in my arms. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> if this was But me... we don't know. We don't know what the circumstances were. <laughs> she, if... as you say, could have been knackered. She's also on a, like, on a boat, probably on like a green screen <laughs> stage. If, um, if that had been me... Yeah. Talking about Shimmy... Yeah. I would have been like catatonic. Yeah. Maybe that's what she's going for, but she doesn't go far enough. Yeah. And she just sounds bored. Yeah. <laughs> just say, it sounds like she's saying it just because she should. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be rude not to. I want him back, even though I have such a good time just me. <laughs> <laughs> so there's all this stuff where, like, Rick has, like, a tattoo. There's, like, a magi tattoo mm-hmm. and then mr magi is like ah it was it was destined but i don't really care about any of that i don't no. think the film cares that much also, what like, they've done is they've like added all of this lore into it yeah and like they've gone like oh so so um evie you are the reincarnation of the pharaoh's daughter and why would it take until she's like 33 to, yeah, to start having these visions. To start having visions. Especially after everything that happened in the first one. That's, you don't that's, think yeah. Imhotep would trigger that. And that's why... Because when he first sees her, he's like, Anuk Sanamun. Mm. Wouldn't he have been like, Pharaoh's daughter? <laughs> What's her name again? It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> but what... This is why I'm wondering what Anaxana Moon Jr. has been up to until now. Mm. Like, did she just start having visions? Like, maybe the same event triggered this lady's visions and Evie's visions. Oh, okay. One, she's like totally left her life behind. Yeah. Like she was like a a primary school teacher. (laughs) (laughs) And she started dressing really sexy. (laughs) She's like, I remember my body paint. I will commission a dress. (laughs) (laughs) i'll cut a a blunt fringe (laughs) very good so this is the bit now where alex is like annoying lochner lochner is in charge of guarding alex and he's going like are we there yet are we there yet and so forth and like copying his finger drums and Lochner does a stab yeah. on yeah. like through his hand, yeah. and then we see it just went like, in between, like his, in between fingers. his fingers. Yeah, and he's like, "Wow, you've got amazing aim." 
<laughs> it's like, like, what are you talking about? I, I missed. missed. <laughs> um, and then Alex is like, he like sees Karnak is coming up. And he's like, mm, I need the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes in and it's like, Karnak is standing over him. It's like, I can't go with you watching. <laughs> <laughs> You freak. <laughs> you weirdo. You're going to end up on a list. <laughs> Karnak is like, whoa, okay. <laughs> Closes the door. And then Alec rips up the toilet off of the ground and like pulls the emergency stop chain. And the train does an emergency stop. And then he like crawls under, crawls out onto the tracks and runs into the ruins of Karnak. Um, and then somebody didn't give the the red robe guys the memo because they started shooting at him with machine guns. <laughs> Nimotep comes out and he like uses the force on them, <laughs> flings them into some pillars. I loved pillars. Imhotep's force. Yeah, I loved how he uh, had to like move his arms a lot yeah. if he wanted stuff to happen. Oh, like, yeah. are you not powerful enough to just <laughs> do it with your brain? <laughs> he, no, he's just a very dramatic man, isn't he? That's like when he bangs that gong later on yeah. in his loincloth. There's lots of dramatic stuff. So Evie has a big vision while she's mm. on the boat. Um, and she like sees some of the events that we saw in the first film yeah. from her previous life's POV. Mm-hmm. Um, she sees Anouk Sarumun and Imhotep kill her father. Yeah. And she's the one who alerts the guards and sends them in. Mm-hmm. And I think she's... While this is going on, Imhotep is there um, restoring Anouk Sarumun's soul. Yeah into Anouk Sunmoon Jr.'s body. Um, and it, it's a very funny <laughs> moment. Very like, what would you even call it? Um, I'd it's call a bit it like... like um, uh, it's like, like moving movement performance. I'd call it <laughs> uh, primary school play acting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like going through the motions of what Anouk Sunmoon did back in the day. Yeah, stabbing she, like, herself, stabs in, herself the stomach. in the stomach. And then she like... In real life, back then, she, like, dropped to the floor. Yeah. But in Anu Sada Moon Jr. sort of, like, does, like, a dramatic... <laughs> what would you say? A she, head, like, flops to over. Side. You need to include a picture of that. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. the post. Sure. Head to Instagram for a picture. <laughs> Get me a girl for that. Pronto. <laughs> um, so much utility. We haven't covered Evie and Anak Sada Moon doing their, like... Fighting. That's what happens now. That's what happens now. Yeah, we see them sparring. We don't know who they are at this point. No. And that's where we find out because the pharaoh comes down and to the lady who looks like Evie, he's like, my daughter. And to Anouk Moon, he's like, my wife. So they're like sparring with like all different sorts of weapons. Very cool. Very, very cool. cool fight yeah, scene. Yeah. It's very gold. It's very gold. And they're both very attractive yeah, yeah it's great <laughs> and they use a variety of weapons <laughs> that's what even that's better. what you're excited even about. better <laughs> <laughs> so they arrive at Karnak they're too late um, and they're looking around the ruins and then they find that Alex has left them a clue <laughs> yeah. to the next location a little sandcastle yes 
very accurate apparently because <laughs> evie looks at it and she's like oh i know the next location from this sandcastle and so then we get a montage of them going to all the different places and all the different locations Alex's finding different sand yeah. uh, sculptures yeah <laughs> um he's very and, talented yeah and they follow those clues until they arrive at the oasis and imhotep knows that they've arrived mm. and he's like watch this alex and he like goes into the into the nile and then he like goes, <laughs> and he makes a big water face <laughs> out of his face as he did in the previous film out of sand yes it's not as cool as the sand the sand no it's really bad <laughs> it's not as good an effect water's it's, a lot harder well, than it's, sand it's just like a wall of water with like his face just like um superimposed onto it but yeah. like the transparency is yeah. uh, like at like it's like a wall of water with a little bit of face in it yeah like he should have just like been a face his face should have water. been the only water that's there yeah it's odd um, but it has the desired effect. And they keep nearly getting sucked into his mouth. Yeah, he's going, om, om, om. <laughs> like Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like weaving their, in their balloon. They're like ducking and diving. Um, Through the like caves. Yeah. But they get hit and they get smashed and they have a crash landing. Mm -hmm. The balloon gets popped. Yeah. And they crash in the jungle. Iggy is like, I'm going to stay here and try and fix it. Izzy. Is it Izzy? I wrote Iggy here. <laughs> Maybe my phone corrected it. My thumbs were tired by this point. <laughs> I think he's named after the director's dog, apparently. I see. Something I see. like that. I don't actually know. I read that and maybe I'm making it up. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Jonathan at this point sees the golden snick uh, the golden <laughs> 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 the golden stick <laughs> and slips it away. Mm-hmm. And they head off through the jungle to try and find this pyramid. Spooky wooky. The so bad guys are already there. They're in the oasis now. They're in the oasis. Yeah. They're in the jungle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lochner spies Horace flying through the air, delivering a message, shoots him dead. <gasps> His best friend. I didn't. I don't even remember this bird. You don't remember the. Don't even remember Horace dying. No. You remember the look on Mister Magi's face when his best friend is killed. No. It's like, Horace! No, I totally missed the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I dreamt it. Maybe that's um, so the bad guys trekking through the jungle, heading toward the pyramid, and they get attacked by these little <laughs> like, skeleton pick, pick monkey gremlin things. Well, he could, he, Jonathan calls them pygmies, but they're not. Like, pygmy, pygmies are just small people. <laughs> And these are like little monkey creatures. But they're like mummies. Yeah. So they're all like wrapped up like mummies. Yeah. But they're really tiny. Yeah. There's not... They're not real people. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's at fault. I don't know if it's Jonathan or... This bit reminded me of the, 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 designer. Co the coconut people in Moana. Yeah, I guess so. It's the O'Connell gang ambush the bad guys mr magi fights with lochner again mm. and kills him mm. um they rescue alex so magi is like okay i'm out of here now 
Um, and then Alice is like, oh, I probably should tell you that if I don't, uh, if I'm not in the pyramid by sunrise, what's going to happen to him? He's going to die. He's going to die or something. Yeah, his soul will, his, like, yeah. yeah. He'll become a dog soldier, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> So this is a very tense moment indeed. I think I was going yeah. geek. <laughs> Rick um, is carrying he's outrunning the sunrise. Yeah, the, the sunrise. The sun is rising. Yeah, and the and there's like a line that he's staying just ahead of. Mm. It's just ahead of the sunrise. And he, he's, he's carrying. He's not as fast Alex. as the. Um, he's not as fast yeah. as the sun. Yeah, he's like just a bit ahead of it, and he's carrying Alex running towards the pyramid, and he dives in. And he gets in just in time. Phew. But then, what a roller coaster. Because Imhotep shows up and uses the force on Jonathan, flings him away. Anuk Sun and Moon stabs Evie <gasps> in the stomach. Yeah. Bloody hell. Oh. Bloody hell. This was, um,. This was very emotional. This was very emotional, even though... <laughs> Neither of them are showing emotion. <laughs> yeah. Just the, we showed plenty of emotion. The overall concept. Also, exactly. it, do it doesn't make any sense. Her son was right there. Yeah. So Rick says to Jonathan, get get, like, yeah. Al get Alex away. I don't yeah. want him to see his mum die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they have a moment. Mm. And it, if I was her, I'd be like... No, can I please hold my son and yeah. you? Yeah. Like, yeah. can we, like, three hug us? <laughs> like, can I say goodbye? Instead of saying... <laughs> yeah. It, uh, the emotion, it didn't hit me. No. But the, I think we both, you know, yeah, were upset by it. The idea of it. Like, eyes, putting eyes ourselves watered. In, in their shoes. Tears didn't roll, but no. eyes watered. Yeah. So Imhotep and Anuk Sun and Moon have gone into the pyramid... Mm -hmm. And then at this point, Rick is is like to Jonathan, is like, stay here with Alex. He's going in to get revenge on them. Mm. He doesn't care about anything else now. Yeah. He's just going to, wants to kill Imhotep. Um, so when Imhotep goes into the pyramid, he is like, oh, wah, 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 and he loses all of his powers. He's going to have to fight the Scorpion King as a mortal. Mm-hmm. Um, he like tries to use his force power <laughs> on some stuff and it like rattles a little <laughs> even though he's putting so much physicality into it do you have dreams like that i always Where have I dreams that i have magic have powers force. but like they're really weak oh right <laughs> um, i don't think so like, I, I used to have them all the time where I would, like, con try and control the lights with mm, my mind, mm. but I'd just dim them slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I have dreams all the time where I can, like, not fly, but I can, like, jump so high That's and far cool. that it's basically like flying. And in my dream, I'm like, oh, why didn't I try and do this earlier? <laughs> I could have been doing this for ages. <laughs> The museum guy is turning up. He's still around. He finds the bracelet, slaps it straight on the wrist. Uh. And then calls himself an Egyptian expert, stuffs his fist and his, like, forearm into... That, but that's how you activate the... There's got to be another way. <laughs> Go get somebody else's arm and do um, it. Yeah, this is this is really grim. It didn't seem like he knew that all the flesh was going to be ripped off his hand. 
I really, really didn't like that. Yeah. And then that's I, very like old school Indiana Jones kind of thing. Yeah. And then the other thing I really didn't like was like you see him a bit later yeah. after that, and he's like, <gasps> oh, oh, oh. and you see his like little skeleton hand. <laughs> oh, it's wrong. Hold on. I could have done without that museum guy. He was like just extra. He mm. convoluted it. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I know Exciting Moon could have done all of his jobs. Yeah. Yeah. She could easily have been working at the British Museum. And then we know who and she is. know the backstory, yeah. Oh, script doctor, Charlotte Qualify. <laughs> Give her a ring. Do you think she worked in the Samsung Digital Centre? <laughs> <laughs> in her lime green polo. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. <laughs> So Anouk Sonamun still has the Book of the Dead with her. And Alex is like, hey, let's use that to resurrect my mummy. <laughs> to make the mummy return, <laughs> one might say. <laughs> so Imhotep and Rick both enter the, the like, Scorpion, King's, Scorpion tomb. King's tomb. Um, yeah, and Emmetev is like wearing a loincloth. <laughs> he bangs a big gong. And Anuk Moon is outside. And Jonathan chale- uh, like challenges her to fisticuffs <laughs> to like distract her while Alex goes and starts reading from the Book of the Dead. And she beats the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like, he like gets one good punch away <laughs> throughout the whole fight. Um... And they do it. They resurrect Evie. And then she and Anouk Sonamun have like a side fight. And yeah, like Evie cuts Anouk Sonamun. And then she runs away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, While all this is going on, the Magi are having a massive battle in the desert against CGI dog army. Um... So that's all. It's like intercutting between that yeah. and this. And a lot of them die, but they're like kind. They kind of are winning. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rick and Imhotep start fighting, like fighting each other, and then a door. There's a door open. Something <laughs> happens, <laughs> and then Scorpion King appears. Oh dear! And he is at first is in shadow, <laughs> and you sort of see. His shape is like a big, looks like a big scorpion guy to me. And then he comes out. And this is like a very infamous, like, as I said before, bit off more than they could chew. Like CGI, like it was not, not ready for a full human face. It didn't look like The Rock, (laughs) even slightly. It looked like, it looked like a video game version. Yeah, it looked Um, like how he looks in, uh, whatever that wrestling game that I had on PS2. (laughs) Um, it's so one, bad. It His facial expressions are awful. Yeah. Because um, he's really, like, bulgy-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. They're, like, trying to animate, like, his smirk. Yeah. And, like, the classic rock eyebrow raise. <laughs> and, yeah, no, it looks bad. I times. read in the trivia that um, the rock had, like, the worst food poisoning and sunstroke ever on the set of oh, this no. film. And I wondered if they just replaced him with CGI because he was like, he was on death's door. I think they replaced him with CGI because he had a big skeleton body. <laughs> <laughs> so it's The Rock, 
but he's got big claws yeah. snappies <laughs> instead so of his snappy. hands and it's like snap, snap, <laughs> as if they're like what are they called castanets, Can- castanets yeah <laughs> and then from the waist down he's all scorpion baby he's really funny with his movements yeah because he's like pinch pinch (laughs) but he's so like far away from them (laughs) he's really like not threatening at all i guess he can't interact with them really (laughs) (laughs) no it's just like oh i'm gonna get you (laughs) (laughs) oh dear so Imhotep is like, oh no, I didn't realise <laughs> he was going to be a literal scorpion king. <laughs> so he like chucks away his weapons and kneels down and is like, I'm your servant. But that guy over there, Rick O'Connell, is going to kill you. Um, and then he like Rick, sicks the scorpion king on him. Rick sees something in the tomb on the wall. Yeah, he sees like a is... bit of sequential art. Yeah. It's like, it's like the instructions that you get on an airplane. <laughs> like the safety position (laughs) it's like you get to the golden stick press the button turns into a spear throw it at scorpion king like who made that like because the scorpion king's never died before (laughs) (laughs) one assumes (laughs) (laughs) or maybe he has maybe he gets maybe he comes alive every so often i don't know no i don't know so yeah, it's that. It just happens to be that stick mm. that Jonathan's carrying turns into a spear, um, and Rick is like, "It's a spear." I'm just like, mm, "I don't think so. It doesn't look like a spear." <laughs> it's like doesn't look like a spear <laughs> to me. <laughs> it doesn't look like a spear. <laughs> Space ghetto. <laughs> Uh, so jonathan extends the spear yeah in the end eventually yeah and he chucks it at the scorpion king you know who does have chemistry is jonathan Jonathan and the the, kid kid. yeah i agree with that yeah they're like they're like the um they're like the the dumb ones (laughs) (laughs) umhoteb intercepts the spear (laughs) <laughs> it's like <laughs> <laughs> he loves that he intercepted that spear um, and then he throws it himself and like all of these shots are gonna like penetrate the scorpion king like they're all dead on and he's like doesn't do anything <laughs> he doesn't like hold up his claw <laughs> it always comes as a surprise he's <laughs> <laughs> a bit slow even though he gets like it chucked at him like three times in the end it's <laughs> still a surprise sleepy like he just woke up <laughs> maybe it's been a long nap so at the last second rick intercepts that throw which <laughs> has like no and then yeah scorpion king is like coming after him and Rick's got the spear. And then we see the uh, the the battle again on the desert. There's like, they defeated the first lot. Yeah. And, and they thought they'd won. A lot they're all more. like cheering. And then there's like tons more coming over the hill. It's like... And they're like about to clash. The whole thing goes... To, like all the sand dunes go dark with how many... Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, monsters Dog people. <laughs> <laughs> Scooby-Doo connection. <laughs> Sacrifice. 
<laughs> Are you sure you don't mean to boot it? <laughs> what? <laughs> and then Rick yeah, ends up stabbing the Scorpion King through the chest quite, quite easily in the end. <laughs> Scorpion King As... basically like runs into it. <laughs> what a useless bloke. Yeah. The only, th- the only thing he does is he rips up the museum guy. Yeah. He, like, grabs him and, like, tears him into five different pieces. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And he was already... He already had <laughs> Bad day for museum yeah, guy. he's the guy who woke him up. <laughs> and he was like... It was the Imhotep. He was like, hey, tell him I'm cool. <laughs> and Imhotep's like, why would I do that? <laughs> I don't know you, guy. <laughs> yeah, and then when he stabs... Scorpion King, obviously, he, like, sends him and his army back to the underworld. And then there's another very dramatic bit from Imhotep. He, like, sort of slides into frame. Do you remember this? <laughs> no. Like, Rick is standing there. He's got, like, the spear up into Scorpion King. <laughs> and then he, like, comes... <laughs> it's a really funny image. Imhotep, like, slides in in the bottom <laughs> corner of the frame. It's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> he like goes in like takes a knee takes a big breath and then goes no <laughs> I really he's, ramps up to it he's too cute <laughs> <laughs> um, so all of the dog army turns to dust at the very last at moment. the very last second oh they're about God, to clash I think I was doing an E yeah, at that point yeah, as well <laughs> yeah so at this point like now that the Scorpion King's gone Oasis is going to go as well. Mm. So the pyramid all starts collapsing. Um, there's like a crack in the floor. Like There's like the gate to the underworld. Mm. And there's all of these like writhing bodies that are all like... Uh. I think that we saw it in the first one as well. They're like arms coming up, like trying yeah. to drag them down to hell. Yeah. And Rick and Nimoteb are both on the precipice, like holding on. And then Evie runs in. Yeah. Rick is like, no, Evie, don't, don't well, save me. Well, he's like, you're alive. Because he doesn't know that she's alive at this point. Yeah. But he's also saying, don't come rescue me. Leave yeah. me. Like, get out of here. Take Because, Alex. like, everything, yeah. like, the roof is, like, caving in. Yeah. Um, but she does come in and she, like, she... sidesteps stuff and she, like, saves him, drags him up. There's They dodge so many, like, literal... Like metaphorical <laughs> <bullets>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's almost like they're immortal <laughs> it is all predestined my friend <laughs> um, yeah she runs to save him and Imhotep no. is like yeah, Imhotep calls to it's like oh no sun and moon hello because <laughs> she's at the doorway and she's like bye <laughs> and turns around and likes it and, he, and, and his, his like, look on his, his face like, yeah, no. so sad like, it's like she does not love it's like a wounded puppy and then he lets like, himself oh. go in, like, yeah and he like looks over <laughs> at Rick and Evie who are there like like hugging he's like ah oh, I see Jealous. and it does seem to me I, I like this mm. I like this a lot that she rescues him no that uh, Anuxona Moonlight legs it. Yeah. And like their love is like not <laughs> anything. No. They're like just in the idea, they're like in love with the idea of their love yeah. more than they are like with each other. Because mm-hmm. like if he had like got the army and taken over the, like wiped out humanity, mm-hmm. like what would they have done? <laughs> it would just be them two and a bunch of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> What's an average night in for them two? You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, because they started as an affair. 
they're a couple that needs drama to thrive absolutely they're like always trying to get back to each other and then when they actually are with each other they're like (laughs) 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 hello darkness my old friend (laughs) and yeah she basically she runs out and then falls straight into a bunch of scarab beetles (laughs) and dies straight away (laughs) oh dear so the O'Connells they all climb out they get out of the pyramid and like all of like the trees and the grass it's all get, yeah, like getting sucked sucked, in. sucked into the pyramid and so they're climbing up the pyramid <clears throat> climbing up and up and up and they're like oh no we're running out of space here what's gonna happen and they're right on the tip of the pyramid yeah. just watching themselves sink and who should who should balloon <laughs> in <laughs> but is he is he is he he balloons in and they all climb up um and there's a massive diamond on the top of the pyramid that Jonathan, Jonathan grabs. Jonathan has not learned a single <laughs> no. thing, but it pays off. <laughs> he gets the diamond. Yeah. And he's like, half of that is mine. <laughs> Rick and Evie kiss as they sail off into the setting sun. And uh, does Jonathan the, the, and the kid are both are like, like oh, uh... get a room. They've done that like a few times throughout. <laughs> I like that the kid is acknowledging how gross yeah. they are. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's the end. Beautiful. That was a great film, wasn't great it? Great film. I'm really glad you enjoyed Loved it. Loved it. Um, I have, uh, well, I have questions to ask you. Yes. Um, and I also have some trivia that I'd like to yes. add. I have more things to say as well. Um, so... Can I ask you how... So when we watched the first Mummy, you were like, there was some stuff that I thought was going to happen and it didn't. So I think actually we watched The Mummy Returns more than the original. That turns out not to be true. No, No, we watched The Mummy more. But Mm -hmm. we watched The Mummy Returns a fair amount as well. This was very, very familiar. And um, it was 2001, this film? So you were... Both of them I saw on VHS at some point. Yeah. Before 2004. (laughs) Because we have that so date. still VHS in 2004. I was buying VHS up until the late noughties. <laughs> VHS from... was one of one of your first gifts to me. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, a visual mixtape. Yeah. But yeah, when when there was, I think it was a blockbuster in our town mm. and when that went when it when that made the switch to dvds they sold off all their vhs's really cheap That's so cool. i bought a ton of <laughs> so a lot of on our list are those vhs's i do wish we were consuming these all on vhs <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad i've seen both of them now yeah yeah and you have some things to look forward to because mm-hmm. we also have indiana jones coming up yeah i think i'm which is similar that to now. that we've got um, Brendan Fraser coming back in Looney Tunes, back in action. Cool, like it. He like plays a very similar character, I believe, and from memory. I recently added George of the Jungle to my list. There you go. So we're there covered. You go. We also have the director's follow-up to this film, Van Helsing. Oh, I've always wanted to see Van Helsing. People call it the 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 European the Mummy. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if they do. Um. <laughs> Yes, I I uh, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. Yeah. So you would watch this film again? 
I'd watch it again. If you're, got, if you're in the mood for some mummy, you, yeah. you'd be watching this one. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to watch you're the first one again. You're not going to watch the first one. First one is just, like, background. Interesting. Um, the first one, I think, is still the superior film. <laughs> no, really? Yeah. This one is dumber. <laughs> this yeah. one is just, like, a, like a fun well, the, time. The, the acting and, even though, and the characterization's not as clear in this one. Yeah. There's more, there's more like growth more character growth in the first one this um, is like more twists and turns i think i I've, like them both though i think i've said most of my fun trivia uh the tower bridge scene was only allowed to film 10 minutes at a time mm. they had to keep like opening it up and closing it like because it was like business hours well but yeah because it was just causing yeah. ridiculous traffic yeah. <laughs> um this sequel was greenlit uh, the morning after The Mummy opened. Oh, right. Yeah, because it was huge. Yeah. Everyone loved it. And the sequel takes place almost 10 years later, but they were the movies are only two years apart. Yeah. That is weird, isn't it? <laughs> Why do you think they, they um, did this? Stephen Summers yeah. joked that it was because he didn't want to work with babies. Well, why do, you, why do they need to have a child at all? I guess to up the stakes. Yeah. There is... There's also a third The Mummy. Did you know that? Yes, but it doesn't have... Rachel Weisz in it. Yeah, yeah, she gets recast. I saw that in the cinema. She gets recast? Yeah. No, that's not cool. No. Um, um, by who, 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 who's... Some it? English lady. <laughs> One assumes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I don't remember that film at all, though. You know... That's th- not... No. It's on not our list. list. You know, there's the bit, the scene where she runs through the crumbling set. Mm. They had like a major contract dispute over that because they actually wanted her to run through like a crumbling, like to do a stunt where oh. she runs through a crumbling set. Mm. <laughs> and she was like, nope. I didn't train for seven months to get my ankle broken on some debris. Um, it doesn't say how many hundreds, but any hundreds would be a lot um, of real scorpions were used wow oh yeah because there's that bit where there's where they first go into the tomb where they find the box yeah there's scorpions everywhere yeah and she's like sort of daintily like sidestepping them and it's just like crunching through them (laughs) and i've decided that you know the thing we always say Mm. i i I have you have it yeah have it ready to go yeah yeah i wonder if it's the one that i have in my (laughs) in my little head so am I recommending it to my childhood self? For sure. Um, without without the first one? No, I think I'm recommending both to my childhood yeah. self. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been into it, I think. Mm-hmm. Very long, though. Um, and a lot of people getting set on fire and machine gunned. It's not your normal jam. No. But along with this and Terminator, are you discovering you might actually like action films? Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah I think I would have really gotten into the whole British Museum aspect Mm -hmm. of it I was really into ancient Mm -hmm. Egypt as most kids are yeah yeah I had a few video games on my on my like educational video games yeah (laughs) (laughs) Arthur goes to Egypt (laughs) (laughs) what are we gonna rate it we're gonna rate it on uh, on a scale (laughs) (laughs) That goes thusly. If we if it was top notch, liked it the most, we could like a film. Mm-hmm. It would be first class. 
because we have a train theme. Mm-hmm. We'd be up there with Imhotep in first class. <laughs> yeah. If, if we, it was... We liked it. Uh, okay. No, no. <laughs> Let's not clarify specifically. Okay. The then... rung below that is reserved seating mm-hmm. with Lok, Lokna yeah. and uh, little Alex there. Um, below that, standing room only. Uh, with uh, the uh, the scumbag pirate guys, <laughs> we're gonna get some life sucked out of us. <laughs> Caboose, Caboose, run in the mill red robe soldiers, <laughs> or um, are we <laughs> removing the toilet and uh, escaping <laughs> so that we, we miss, miss the, the train. train. I think that's clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on the count of three, one. one. Oh, I haven't actually thought about it. Okay, I got it. One, two, three. Reserved seating only with a view to sit down if someone gets off. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I thought I thought you were going to go full reserved seating. No, because I gave stepmum reserved seating, and that was like much more moving to me. Moving, sure, but was it as? Thrilling. Okay, fine. No, I... No, no, <laughs> no, 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 I changed my rating. No, because no, no, I was going to give it. I was going to give it higher. I think we need to stop giving it these half half ones. <laughs> okay. No, I'm going Yeah, fine. No, you've convinced me. I'm going for re- I'm going for reserve seating. Very good. Cuz I did react more than I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't contain yourself. Um and as we always say. You you always say the bit first. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought maybe you were going to do... It wouldn't be a very good thing to always say, but a line that we both enjoyed were, uh, was after they beat the mummies on the bus. Mm. The, Mr. Magi was like, this was my first bus ride. Oh, that was <laughs> cute. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm going to read like the stage directions as well, shall I? <laughs> sure. Ardith Bay, also known as <laughs> Mr. Magi. Oh, it's gone off. <laughs> Let's just... Oh, here we go. On seeing Rick's tattoo... (laughs) We always say (laughs) If I were to say to you, I am a stranger travelling from the east, seeking that which is lost... Then I would reply that, I am a stranger travelling from the west. It is I whom you seek. How? Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) That's a heck of a quote. (laughs) Now departing, recommend station. Mind the age gap.